0: I think you're muted. <laughs> yeah, I'm on mute. Uh hey everyone and welcome to the All Elite Zone podcast on YouTube and Twitch. Uh we're here for the well the first episode, episode nine. Well we're here for episode nine and ten of the WCW Nitro series we're doing. Um uh, basically the fallout from uh Halloween Havoc 95. Uh yeah. that was a uh, pay-per-view for the ages I'll say uh that was uh <laughs> An unusual pay per view. one of the
1: craziest endings.
0: You'll never see a pay-per-view like that ever again. But uh yeah, we're uh <laughs> watching episode nine and ten tonight. If you guys would like to watch along with us, you can go on or to if you have peacock, you can go under to Peacock and watching episode nine, then move on will ten. If you guys would like to know the timestamp that we're at, we'll tell you and you guys can follow along. But yeah, uh yep. I'm ready wherever
1: you are all right press and play probably gonna get a commercial first no no we're actually going right into it
0: i did for me too
1: i missed that intro man that's that's like nostalgic
0: Dayton, Ohio. I like how, like, every city they go to, like, the setup's different each week.
1: Yeah.
0: AEW does it sometimes.
1: Yeah, I've noticed that. I don't know if that happened every now and then with them.
0: Yeah, but WWE, no, if they change it, it's going to be the same setup every week if they change it.
1: Yeah, and if they do have to change it, it's usually because of the venue, the way the venue is is shaped and the way it looks.
0: Yeah, I well like uh, AEW because it's good to give the show a different look every once in a while. Yeah, but, like WWE used to used to do it a lot in the Attitude Era, especially in the ruthless aggression era. Like they would have the custom stages, like for uh like Armageddon, like they would have fire coming out from the from the like from the like entrance ramp.
1: Yeah, I remember that. I remember it looked cool when Kane came out. That, I remember that. Yeah,
0: But now, we got floors that just have graphics.
1: Yeah, like LED, the LED floors.
0: <laughs> yeah, that don't... It's cool and all, but it don't, do don't do anything for me.
1: That's understandable.
0: I want to see the real... Well, I I guess during the pandemic, that's what you had, but well like I don't mm-hmm. know because uh in the well at first they were in the performance but in the Thunder a the Thunderdome, they were able to do a lot of cool pyro and stuff.
1: Yeah, when they when they actually fi- finally started bringing it back.
0: I got a lot of empty seats from like when they're showing the commentary table up to the table got a lot of empty seats. <laughs> I wonder how much tickets were back then. I'd like to go to one of these. VK Wall Street. VK Wall Street's, uh, that's the uh, like IRS, isn't
1: it? Yeah, it's IRS. Bright wise dad.
0: This is Cobra, I believe, coming out.
1: Yeah, I remember they, they, I mean, Sergeant Craig, uh, Craig, uh, Craig Pitbull Pitman. Pitbull he could have been like, he could have been like huge if they pushed him the right way, I think. Because, I mean, the dude, he, he wasn't bad in the ring. I just think that he was just lost in the shuffle of different wrestlers that they had at the time. But he was one of those that was really good.
0: Eddie Guerrero, yeah. Eddie Guerrero's gonna win this. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's a young baby face study. And see, this is like, like whenever he was in the WCW, I mean, he was legit, like the probably one of the best they, they had. And then I don't think he really got the proper respect as far as his talent until he went to WWE. Yeah.
0: <laughs> this must be on Halloween or near, well obviously, because I just had a Halloween have it pay review the previous night. So
1: yeah, I think this was on the thirtieth of October.
0: Yeah, this is on Wednesdays, right?
1: Nitro, yeah, Nitro came on on uh, Mondays.
0: Mon, no. The- I got I think of dynamite. Uh, <laughs> Bobby but Yeah, I liked that at the very end. Uh he said he said uh look Hulk Hogan and Randy Savage get beat up in the same night. It could happen to two voters people.
1: <laughs> yeah. Bobby Heenan was the star of that show, man. He was the star of his comments were he had me rolling.
0: Uh, thanks for watching, Corey. Really appreciate, yeah,
1: appreciate it. it.
0: Yeah, but that, that, that was the highlight at the end couldn't happen to two better people <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh he was great i miss him though man he was he was one in a million
0: he would have sold the heck out of that uh exploiting Bob wire death match well if yeah. would well like, if it would have went off right he wouldn't uh, he would just laughed if it, if it would have like the way it happened it would have been
1: great to hear it would have been great to hear his reaction to that though it would have been yeah. awesome to hear <laughs> And the only way, the only way that Bobby, that Bobby Heenan could do it.
0: Oh yeah, he he dragged that out, like. <laughs> but the way he drags it out is good, All right? Yeah.
1: He's comical. He's he was funny. That was one thing about him. He was hilarious. Then you see Pittman sell that that a European uppercut, bounced off the ropes. That was pretty cool.
0: Yeah. I was watching some of these botches yesterday, and this one independent guy, he, all right, the guy wasn't going to do a cutter. He didn't even get it, then the dude still sold it. Like, he had already, <laughs> like, you remember when a Randy Orton did to someone, and he didn't, he completely messed yeah. it? Well, it's yeah. kind of like that, but the guy sold it anyways. <laughs> You're more stupid than the guy who messed up.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, if you if you if you sell it, it doesn't make it look any better at all. I don't know why they think it does.
0: Like he's actually the person screwed up is the worst. It actually makes you more stupid than the person that messed the move up.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well,
0: Jenner Mahal is the worst at that. <laughs> yeah.
1: Him and him and. <laughs> Him and Jeff Jeff Hardy, that match right there was a was such a dumpster fire.
0: (laughs) They're in Saudi Arabia, I think, too.
1: I think, yeah, I think, I think that's where it was.
0: They still got like a ten-year deal thing on that. Yeah, they do. But they still have to honor that contract, probably, even though Vince isn't there because it's already signed on. Right. I will say Pitman uh, can actually wrestle. He's doing a lot yeah. of tentacle wrestling.
1: You see, I was thinking about him yeah. is that he was actually good. He, I don't think he got you know the, the push he deserved because of like his his place on the card.
0: Oh yeah, does a good suplex. Bro.
1: Yeah,
0: I'm pretty sure guys like Hogan, well especially Hogan demanded all TV time. Like probably yeah. before was, probably before he even signed like that was an agreement. In his contract probably.
1: I mean he had so much he had he had a sweetheart deal. He was like he had a real sweetheart deal when he signed with WCW. <laughs> you see that? you see the way Pittman sold that. <laughs> he just hopped off his feet and landed on his belly. <laughs>
0: Oh, hey, that was a good role by a Pitman. Yeah. Now that's how it's supposed to look in wrestling training. That's a prime example of how it's supposed to look.
1: Mm. A beautiful belly to Billy suplex. All right. Yeah, Eddie sewed it just right, too.
0: Oh. oh gut wrench no. powerbomb.
2: Days
0: of confusion. Oh
1: <laughs> and he's got the leg. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. He hit that leg. Hey. That was it.
0: Hey, that was a good match though. That was a very good first match. That was really good. Yeah. What were nominates into the show, I gave it at least well, excluding the entrances and the opening, they gave it at least Five six minutes. So yeah, but they did good with the match. I was,
1: yeah. I always thought that Pittman Craig Pittman was one of the most underrated wrestlers they had back then. He was so underrated.
0: You know, like that role that they just showed a Pittman? That's a prime example of like in wrestling school how to do a how to roll. Mm-hmm. He did it perfectly. But everything was well paced in that match.
1: Yeah, that was really good.
0: I wonder if, uh, well, I don't know if he's or not, but Pittman's still alive. I
1: don't know. I
0: wonder what ever happened
1: to him, though. I mean, I used to be a huge fan of his when I was a kid.
0: Yeah, I got a commercial. The next about a show is, that I'm uh, never gonna watch. <laughs> Big Bobby Rogers and her, um, Sharp. I think that's what they show. Oh, I I <laughs> always call him Earthquake. Like some names, are just they just stick with me. Yeah,
1: because like every time I look at him, I think Earthquake myself. So <laughs> you're not alone.
0: But see, Haku, uh, he just stuck, like if Randy Orton came to AEW, had to change his name. I'm not gonna call him something else. Like right. to me, all my life, he's been Randy Orton. That's not gonna there's no way anyone could change his name and right up.
1: unless you use one of his unless you use one of his gimmick names like viper or you know something like that
0: yeah but i don't see him ever going i don't see him ever leaving he'll he'll, he'll retire there
1: i believe that too cuz he seems to he seems to like be a staple within within the WWE as far as their talent over the years he's always been there
0: He's got nothing to prove in AEW. Like, there's nothing. I mean, maybe him and Kenny Omega or him and CM Punk. But mm. he has really nothing to prove in AEW. That's I mean, in he's running. pretty much done it all. He's really got something to prove in wrestling altogether. But he's still in great mm. shape. And he's still, he hasn't lost a step. Well, of course, he's injured. No. Nah.
1: Yeah, he's still injured. He's been out for a while now.
0: Oh, I thought it was uh, Big Brother Rogers, it's Scott Flash Norton,
1: Scott Norton, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Bobby the Brain. <laughs> the commentary, I mean, <laughs> the commentary was always on point because Bobby always had you laughing. <laughs>
0: got a -a Hulkamaniac in the front row. Yeah, I see that. There's this one guy, like, he goes to all the wrestling... Like, he was there since, like, WrestleMania 1, and he wears the Hulk Hogan stuff. And every Mm -hmm. time he goes to a wrestling event, he wears the same thing.
1: I think I've seen the same person dozens of times, probably.
0: (laughs) And then there's this one other guy. He wears, like, a cap and some glasses... The same outfit everywhere you go. If you go every time he goes to a Wrestling event, he wear the same outfit. Same guy at the <laughs> WWE shows the guy in the front row with the green shirt. Same
1: yeah. Guy. It's like in the East ODCW days, they had the straw hat guy. The guy yeah, with the straw yeah. hat but always sit in the front row.
0: But if they have like ECW reunion things, he's there wearing that thing. Yeah. <laughs> the, there's no one in AEW that, that does that yet. Like, it's all different fans each week.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's going to happen eventually. They're going to have oh, that yeah. one fan that wears funny stuff that always that's always going to be in the front.
0: Hey, if I had money to do that, I would do that. Like, every week. Go to every show. Hell,
1: yeah. I, I would love to do that.
0: I don't see how someone, like, the guy in the green shirt forged that. Like there's a front row seat where he sends like three thousand dollars a seat, yeah, or maybe in then, then
1: the traveling and stuff,
0: yeah, because you're going different state to state, he's got to be yeah. flying, or if he's driving, he's paying even more. The gas,
1: Jeez. Well, imagine, the, imagine the pro, imagine how much he's paying on gas driving all around the country. I mean, that's got to be and thousands of dollars.
0: <laughs> and how does he have time to work between this? He must have a rich family. Exactly. (laughs) It's
1: got to be. It has to be. I mean, who else would have that disposable income?
0: He wouldn't have any time to work because go to Raw on Monday, Tuesday. Well, I guess if you just do Raw and SmackDown, I guess you could put in one or two days at work. I don't see how you keep that job, though.
1: Must be a hell of a job.
0: (laughs) Yeah, pay it for two days. <laughs> right. He's got a it or something.
1: Probably that's what I'm thinking. I mean, it's got to be. Some, it's, you got to have. You got to have a lot of money to do that. I mean, you can't just, you know, jump in your car and say, "I'm gonna go." I mean, you have to have that disposable income.
0: Look at Bobby you know, talking to Sonny. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh uh, man. <laughs> this is one I what's his name comes in. Oh I forget. It's another Japanese guy that comes into the company.
1: Uh uh Ultimo Dragon?
0: Yeah. But Sony is gonna turn on. Or someone's gonna turn on someone in that, I think.
1: It's one thing I remember about Scott Norton is that at one point in time, they were in WCW, they were going to push him hard, like really hard as a monster. But then Goldberg came in yeah. and kind of put the squash on all that.
0: <laughs> so no one's winning this match as a count out, which I'm fine with because.
1: A uh, count out.
0: Shark is real sloppy. <laughs> oh, it looks like that sign over. Ooh.
1: It sounded like a gong in the Forbidden Temple. <laughs> <laughs> Mongo with the comedy. <laughs> oh my God, that was hilarious. <laughs>
0: Hardest still ring. Hardest ringing the bells. No one's out there now.
2: Right.
1: Look at Bobby the brain, has all the food in front of him and everything.
0: That looks <laughs> oh, nasty.
1: What the hell is that even?
0: Some kind of seafood I think. It was like
1: oysters it. and lobster.
0: Yeah, that's what I was about to. Yeah, that's what I was thinking.
1: This is where Bobby the Brain was one of the biggest (laughs) ass-kissers. Oh, my God.
0: (laughs) Don't you want to. This is what AEW does with him when he's on commentary. I want to just show a highlight video instead of pictures.
1: Yeah, no. I remember back then they didn't show highlights. They usually did pictures, and WWE WWE did that too back in the day, but they wouldn't show they, you what's going on or what happened. They just show you pictures.
0: I wonder if they had, I guess to get people. to Oh, buy.
1: yeah, yeah. Like in case you didn't see the pay per view, that's what I was. Yeah, I was just about to say that too.
0: Because like you didn't, you couldn't go on there and buy to get on pay per view. Or at least I
1: don't think mm-hmm. so. And I'm like, why would Sting trust Ric Flair? Why? It's been known that Ric Flair is not gonna be your friend.
0: He's still trusting uh, Lex Luger.
1: Yeah, and Lex Luger, Lex Luger, pretty much already showed his hand.
0: Sting is oh, like, yep. "Cool,
1: it's it's cool. We're still friends." I'm going
2: to that
0: in mind, let's bring hear the Ohio they're using the sign like right, the hand gesture four, but there's only three of them out there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Well, where's right the, now. Where's the
0: last guy?
1: <laughs> he took the Hulk Hogan hand, hand thing from a fan. <laughs> oh, he just stepped on it. He came in the ring and stepped on it. Ric Flair's got his jacket off. He's about to lose it. <laughs> that was always the best part of Ric Flair when he lost his damn mind during a promo.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sometimes I forget what you're saying. <laughs> Again,
1: I agree. And the truth is, the truth is whether people want to believe it or not, Brian Pillman was not bad on the mic. That was one thing he did excel at was his 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 performance on the microphone.
0: Yeah, that's one thing that Brian Pillman Jr. could work on, I think. (laughs) Yeah, but he's not really given any time to even practice that, so.
1: Exactly. He's not really even given him T V time mostly to do it.
0: He's only on it but well, both of them's really on Dark and that's it. But mm-hmm. I believe on Dark they could put some pretty decent matches on there. But yeah. it, he's, he's always indie guys, I just say. So. Hmm. like the reason I used them before was because like the pandemic and all that and then there's no independent yeah. shows or anything, so they tried to use them then. But now you've got uh, over 100 people signed. 75% of them probably not getting used. So hmm. put on some decent matches on Dart, like Bar blondes versus Private Party. Yeah. Nick, Com- Nick Camerado versus Brian Cage. Right.
1: I mean, it's, it's just amazing to have all this great talent sitting back there, and then, and then a lot of them aren't even doing anything.
0: Yeah. I know a lot of people people doesn't like Leva Bates, but I've always enjoyed her in NXT as blue pants. Mm. But she's the librarian now, but she doesn't... I think she has some behind-the-scenes roles as well in AEW besides a wrestler. Hmm.
2: (laughs)
1: Yeah, <laughs> I think one of my favorite promos is whenever Ric Flair just lost his mind. He took his shirt off. He took his he took his pants off. He was doing elbow oh, drops uh, <laughs> in his underwear.
0: I mean, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> so I mean, it was, was it was we the was best. Sabu versus Disco Inferno next. Disco ain't gonna have no Inferno to that match. <laughs> Nah. Has he even won a match since we started watching these?
1: Disco? I don't. I don't think so. I don't think so. No, I think about it.
0: Mostly, he's just been coming out and dancing. Hasn't really got a match. I think he had one match.
3: Yeah.
1: and then they're showing commercials of shows that i'm probably never gonna watch
0: yeah like if it wasn't for wwe or stuff like that i wouldn't even have peacock i watched the Spickle me one time on there christian marvis out yeah i bet that was a good match
1: yeah ultimate,
0: yeah. Warrior, ultimate warrior ripoff
1: <laughs> the Renegade. <laughs> the Blue Bloods. I remember that. When Bobby Eaton turned heel and, and he, he started acting like he was a Blue Blood and pretty much did everything that Regal did. Like a mirror image of him. Like everything he did, he would do.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like the Miz and Damien Sandow in a way.
1: Yeah, yeah. Exactly, just like that. Yep,
0: that's what uh Dalton Castle's guys do a little bit.
1: It's hilarious. though.
0: <laughs> oh, well, speaking of, well, not Don Castle, but Ring of Honor, uh, AEW is supposed to be getting third show. Like, hmm. it's been said that they're going to be getting a uh, like reality series, like a documentary style, really series, like uh, basically like showing behind-the-scenes look of, like, big defining moments in AEW. Probably, like, when CM Punk won the world title. Kenny Omega's... Probably a whole entire episode on Kenny Omega's journey to coming back. Hmm. Like, it's a lot of... I'd love to see that. But this new show is not a reality show. It's a wrestling show. But they Hmm. trademarked... They trademarked All Elite Women. But they also got Ring of Honor as an option, so... I'm yeah. Curious to see what's hmm. See, going to be the all elite women or uh a Ring of Honor show. I, I would watch the Ring of Honor show. Hmm.
1: I wouldn't mind so, watching an all elite women show. That'd be cool.
0: Yeah.
1: I mean, they have a they have a huge, huge roster of talent right now as far as women. I would love to see more of them showcased in their own show. That'd be great.
0: The only thing that's hurting the women's division right now is like injuries. Mm-hmm. And, like, that AQ red that signed her, now she's retired. Yeah. She's still on the roster somehow, but Jimmy Hayter's got a broken nose. Chris Dettler's out. Layla Hirsch is out. Uh, Man. Allie's out. Riho and Yuka Sakazaki is wherever. Red Velvet's <laughs> out. Paige Van Zant's out. Wherever she's at
1: that's a good chunk of their talent right there that's out
0: so active they got is one two three four five six 18 women hmm that, that, that's active that's not that's not well total is probably 26, 27. Well, they could be using Abaddon a lot more. Um, Yeah, I'm wondering why they don't. (laughs) But Layla Hurst will be back pretty soon. I can't remember when she got injured. That's good to hear. But probably at least by early next year, I think. Because she got injured Mm. I think it was after Revolution. That was in March. Yeah, I
1: think so. Was it in like on an episode Sort of dark when she got hurt.
0: Yeah, they didn't even hear the match. Hmm. Cause they just stopped the match when that happened.
1: Yeah, yeah I remember that.
0: Who's gonna find us boring. All he's got is his dance moves. <laughs> if it wasn't for Sabu was making this match interesting, this just- I mean, this confronter's all right. He he thinks that he's bigger than what he actually is.
1: Yeah. Disco's always had that kind of frame of mind about himself.
0: Those His promos were good in TNA. Like, a lot of stuff he said will not fly today. If anyone's seen it, (laughs) it was tna stuff. Yep, Sabu fixed that one out.
1: Sabu with the wind. Shout out to Sabu, by the way.
0: Yeah, he's... uh, film this podcast before, it was over a year ago, maybe. Yeah, over a year ago, but he's yeah. been here.
1: Great guy.
0: Well, through he's gonna put him through a table. He hasn't yet, but I think he will. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, I bet that hurt. It
1: looked like a, it looked like it was a botch but I'm not sure. It looked like either either Disco countered it and power-bonded him, or they just fell.
0: I think he landed on him, but he, he just hit his head. He just hit Disco's head, and then, yeah. Sabu, hit, then Sabu hit. Yeah, I knew it. <laughs> the he threw the
1: table at him. <laughs> he threw the table like at every- him.
0: And like every match he does, he does this in WCW. But that's what he mentioned on Yeah. That he didn't want to do the regular style stuff in WCW, like the same style he wanted to be a hardcore wrestler. Do stuff right. differently from what they don't do. And that's what you need on a show, a different variety of stuff.
1: Yeah, that's something wrestling fans appreciate.
0: But this kind of table is not rarely used in spots like this so It's was like a this... legit
1: table. Oh my god it didn't even break. That was a legit table. That's when
0: it yeah that's when it hurts the world. Oh
1: Jesus Christ. But it, it cracked.
0: It, yeah. <laughs> he's running out of there. <laughs> now he's throwing the yeah I
1: think he's more pissed off that the table didn't break. <laughs>
0: yeah it probably is <laughs> what on live TV, on live TV. Yeah,
1: I mean, Cause, cause those because those tables, we, man, they are harsh when they don't break.
0: Because like ECW was on TV, but it wasn't really featured by millions of people like WCW was, and he's finally like getting his first big yeah. break. And that happens. But he wasn't with WCW for too long. I don't think.
1: I forget how long he was there. It wasn't really that long at all. Not really. Cause I know there was a dispute between him and Paul Heyman over that.
0: Everyone's got a dispute of Paul Heyman, it seems like.
1: <laughs> well, most well, a lot of them back from the ECW days still don't like the man because they because he owes them money still. <laughs> I'm
0: gonna pay up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you think with the position, probably, the
1: position he has right now, he can pay them all off?
0: He probably owes some people thousands of dollars, but <laughs> being paid you by now
1: probably not get yeah that's not, I know there's one complaint that every other ecw alumni had was that you know if it wasn't if it wasn't that they didn't like creative they didn't like that he that they weren't getting paid when whenever Paul Heyman say that, said that they were going to get paid a lot of the checks would bounce all the time and that's why a lot of them don't like them these days
0: yeah, I could see that. The road to goes through date. Okay, they got the power going, so who's supposed to be coming out? Hogan, I guess. Or Booger and Ming. I don't know if I would have gave them all that power. I mean, out. come on. I don't know, right? I'm, I'm kind of over-dramatic.
1: Because Luca looks so out of place with them, though. I mean, <laughs> yeah, but
0: Kevin Sullivan's though, like in this era, like this era, he's the worst wrestler they got on that roster.
1: Yeah, he's also the one booking it.
0: <laughs> yeah, that, but shortly, I would say 96 that's when Eric Bischoff really takes control. Yeah, like you can. Tell the shift in things like I took Mongo Michaels off commentary.
1: Mm-hmm. That's when he became an active wrestler.
0: Yeah, American medals.
1: <laughs> as silly as this gimmick was, they were like one of the top teams in WCW back in the day.
0: Yeah, and they were, they were really good too.
1: Yeah. I mean, the gimmick doesn't age well, really. If you look at it now, it's kind of silly. But back then, I mean, at the time, they were like, like I said, they were like one of the top teams next to Harlem Heat.
0: Yeah. Who who has the tag titles? Does Harlem Heat still have them? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, because uh, what's his name, Connor Parker, costed them den- at uh, yeah. what was it? Um. Uh, War Games.
1: Yeah, it was War Games. That was the last review before uh before Havoc.
0: Yeah. The next one should be World of War Three. Which I I like World of War Three.
3: Yeah.
1: And see if you if you watch when Lex Luger gets in and he gets hit, the way he sells it is always hilarious because he always has sound effects whenever he gets hit. Because watch, you'll notice like when he gets hit, he'll be like, "Oh, oh!" <laughs> it was the funniest thing about him selling. I swear, every time he would wrestle, we were me and my brothers would laugh my, our asses off at Lex and his selling, just the way he would sell stuff.
0: Yeah, I think he's a little bit overrated in a way. Like, I think his WWE round was a bit better. Yeah, like when I think, right think he game.
1: should at least be a champion there.
0: Yeah, he beat Yokozuna, and then everyone's going wild. Beat, him. he won the title. He just won by countout.
1: Right, I remember that. Everybody, they went out and carried him around and everything. Like he won the, like he won the belt.
0: Yeah. He, well, I th- I think his run right in that era was better than his WCW era.
1: Yeah, the Lex Express stuff.
0: Yeah, because when uh, Hogan left, they made Lex Luger the biggest name there, and now you're- WCW, still you got Hogan, yeah. you got Hogan, Randy Savage, and Lex Luger, all fighting for TV time. So yeah. one of them is gonna get less TV time. But they are using Lex Luger. So. Uh, you know, a lot I of people don't he, know this,
1: but Lex Luger, but Lex Luger held the uh, the U.S. title for the longest reign. He has that record.
0: Yeah. I think uh, Corey. I think of 170 Dashwood. Yeah, her contract expired with Impact, and she's no longer with Impact Wrestling. Um, so I'm assuming maybe mm-hmm. Triple H will reach out because that's what I'm that, thinking. Because he's the one that got her to NXT. Yeah. When it first started. So, I don't know if I would. What I easy, hear, I, Triple
1: H already reached out.
0: Yeah, probably has. He probably knew her, her contract was expiring before anyone else knew. But mm. if he's already reached out, then she's probably going to, back to WWE. AEW should sign uh, Rachel and Her father was uh, Paul Ellering. She was oh, in a, she I didn't was think about the, that. Yeah, that would be a good signing. She was in the next NXT for a little bit, then she went to Impact. But she's very, very underrated. See, the problem with Impact, a lot of people are gonna have me for saying this, but like when they sign someone and their contract expires, they can't renew them. So like they'll yeah. sign, uh, if they sign Enzo More, they'll sign for like a six-month deal his contract expires i can't renew him hmm. except for someone like moves or josh alexander that, yeah those are the ones that those are the ones that only stay which i can't i can't get into a company that's like that like they'll sign someone then they leave and they come back and they leave and
1: it's a revolving door
0: yeah Impacts has been through a, a lot of twists and turns and, and they're still going.
1: Exactly. I'm surprised the company's still alive. Personally.
0: They're going to go to the wheels fall off. They're going to What they're still a good <laughs> wrestling show. If they would just keep the people they have don't like big cast 30 more seats. like they should have kept him like He's a big hmm. draw for them. And yeah. But reason I can't him. I don't even know what he's doing now.
1: He's, got, he's probably still working somewhere. He's got to be working Andy Circuits something.
0: A rocket chair. <laughs> I don't need to yell I don't need to yell.
1: Oh, that was a nice backbreaker. I thought he was going to put him up for a tombstone for a second. <laughs> And The thing about Lex Luger is that, I mean, they tried to, after a while, they tried to build him as this, this, you know, as this huge heel. But the fans didn't really want to see that because he was a better face than he ever was a heel.
0: Yeah. But as you said, Luger doesn't fit with Dungeon of Doom. He just doesn't fit that. Yeah. He just looks out of place. the people in the group fit the group. He they don't he doesn't go with that kind of group. Like I could see him and Sting being a tag team before. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think mean, the only thing that Lex Luger has in common with the dungeon is that he's not a fan of Hogan. I think that's pretty much the only thing. You know, it's pretty yeah. much all you need as long as you hate Hogan.
0: Yeah, as long as you hate long Hogan.
1: Being- <laughs> I think he meant to land on his feet, but he, he botched that one.
0: Yeah. I know that had to hurt, though. He didn't really land all the way when he did that. No. It's thing Marcus
1: Bagwell, man. Before he became Buff Bagwell, I mean, he would get the crowd going wild when he went to the ring and did his thing. I mean, people, people loved him way before his heel work. I mean, he was he was one of those guys that can actually draw you into the match.
0: He's owning like Luger right now. He's the fastest guy, not well. I don't know. 'Cause, I, cause I was Scott Scotty and Buff Bag will were pretty fast back then. Yeah. Jimmy Hart.
1: Dude, Jimmy has to just step in and just be the huge distraction.
0: <laughs> yeah. That was a lazy super kick. He barely touched him. <laughs> and you bar- and you barely hit him. I would did you not pin him like so, yeah. Do your finisher because that was not a believable finish. <laughs> yeah, people may tap out. People
1: may not know that the torture rack actually uh, does hurt. I've been putting the torture rack; it is not pleasant. Oh, really? It is not pleasant. It is. It is a legit move that does hurt.
0: <laughs> I, I'm glad. It looks. I'm glad that there wasn't a finisher of Ming's little super kick thingy. <laughs> he didn't even hit him. If he did, he barely touched. It
1: didn't him. look like it. Like, like he was super kicking on fly.
0: Yeah. Sometimes it's hard to, uh, like, you're going so fast. Like, I have personal experience. Like, you're going so fast in a ring. Things going moment by moment, then things just don't go right.
1: It but, happens all the time in the ring.
0: But like 99% of the time, you always nail it. But every once in a while, you go so fast. And especially if you're trying to get as much TV time as possible. Like everyone has their spot. Yeah. And you're trying to get the most out of it.
1: I gotta admit, the dog does look pretty cute in that outfit. though. <laughs> the dog looks adorable.
0: You got a commercial? I'm a
1: sucker for, for a dog. And no, right now, I'm, I'm back to the show. I'm just looking at Mongo's dog. I'm a sucker for chihuahuas that dress up. Oh, no. <laughs> give Bobby the brain, <laughs> they
0: call that dog a witch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and he has wings too. I just noticed the dog has has wings too.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> He's <playing that> <laughs> oh man, they got Bobby Hina with that one. That's
0: <laughs> it like it's choking. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, here's the dramatic ending to Halloween Havoc. Hopefully, they show it. <laughs> like the, like when, when the Yeti came out, then they, yeah, that they, was a scene. As soon as it came out, they that was it.
1: <laughs> and they hugged. Then they hugged Hulk Hogan
0: to death. <laughs> they always do that, especially. <laughs> Oh right. He's he's
1: always doing that. I mean I could see that it's an effective move, but to to to, to spectators watching it just looks like it's just sitting there hugging another dude.
0: <laughs> Jimmy Hart turned on him.
1: I mean, they could have figured out something better for the Yeti to wear than mummy wrap. I mean, <laughs> at least, you know, <laughs> at least try. They're not even trying. They just put some good, some hospital goals on them and just threw dirt at them and said, go out there.
0: Someone, they didn't know what a Yeti is, probably. <laughs> Someone just told me it's basically a mummy. Something like that. Well, we got just... to keep in
1: mind who's booking the show. We got to keep in mind who's booking this whole story. It's the taskmaster yeah. himself. So, <laughs> not a lot of thought went into the sh- to the yeti. The
0: Yetis aren't real, so not that we know of. Exactly.
1: So. Yeah, exactly. Not that we know of. <laughs> And then the Lex Luger heel turn—I mean, it makes sense, but that's like a really silly point to pull the trigger on it. Because he was—he was already doing that little heelish slant to his character, and it just for, the, for him to align himself with Dungeon and Doom made no sense. That was one area of the booking I had an issue with. Was Lex Luger's booking with this with whole story?
0: So I guess the final act of this episode is going to be whatever they're going to do at the end of this. Of My He's not in a world champion. I just took the
1: But Jimmy Hart is sweating like, sweating like he just ran three, four miles. <laughs> Look at all that sweat. He was I think he just had a match. I mean, looking back, the Dungeon of Doom, that whole angle was, was, he was it was big, but it was silly. It was like, came out yeah. of the mind of, of Kevin Sullivan. It was very silly. It was very New Japan. It reminded me of New Japan storylines back in the day, how, how, how they would do their stuff.
0: Uh, David Steele was awesome back in the day. Yeah, uh, yeah, A lot of these were really, really good. I haven't watched them towards the end, but I know just by seeing David yeah, Arquette. Towards the end, Vince, it was horrible. Like just by knowing that David Arquette and Vince Risa was world champion, just says it all right there. It <laughs> <they laughs> yeah. pretty much went downhill. I think Jericho left, Malenko left, Guerrero left, went to WWE. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, I mean,
1: at one point in time, people were watching WCW more than WWF. I mean, that was the time when that was going down. 83 weeks in a row, I think it was. Or yeah. 84 weeks. 83, I
0: think,
1: yeah. All right, going on to episode 10. Let's see if we get right into it. it's gonna give me a commercial. Yeah, that's commercial. I knew it. A, a golf commercial or you don't even watch golf
0: golf or the one the boring sports they ever play oh like you're out there you know wear all that clothes on play 100 degrees <laughs> out, play a hundred degrees outside
1: Jeez, I, no way <laughs>
0: I don't wear pants out in the hot like that. It's way too hot.
1: Yeah, that's when you pull out the shorts, man. That's when I'm wearing shorts when it's like hot outside. Hell no.
0: All right. I just got out of the commercial. I'm going to the intro.
1: Okay. Let me back up a little bit.
0: Yeah, like I'm at where like the intros. Like, got the WCW logo in the fire. Like, going into it. Okay, gotcha. Jacksonville, Florida. This is the place where Shane McMahon was on there. Or was it? I think that was the place. It looked a lot different from when they revamped WCW, but... Yeah. It just was a clown.
1: (laughs) Uh, That is adorable. (laughs) I got to admit, I'm a sucker Uh, for chihuahuas dressed
0: up. I wish the Ultimate Warrior Room was better. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but it wasn't. I think he just came back for a match or two, wasn't it? Like he didn't come back full time or anything.
1: No, it it was it was it was between him and Hogan. Hogan wanted to sell the score that they had at WrestleMania, from whenever whenever Warrior beat him at WrestleMania, and Hogan just brought him in just to, pretty much just to get a win over him because he couldn't at WrestleMania, and it was horrible. I mean, it was a dumpster fire, and I mean, I wish. I mean, true. I wish that Ultimate Warrior could have got a better shot. But I don't know. I, it was I, it was more politics than anything that kind of damped that whole thing.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure uh, Warrior and Hogan. hello uh, well, yeah, that I did because at the uh, the Hall of Fame, that was the first time that they ever seen each other in years. Like when Ultimate yeah. got inducted to the Hall of Fame, and they yeah,
1: always remember appeared. he fixed a lot of stuff when before he passed. He fixed he mended a lot of fences with people that that. He didn't
0: like it was just weird like how he how it came all together, like out of nowhere he comes back to WWE being gone for twenty something years. Yeah. Comes back, goes into Hall of Fame. He's on he's on Raw the next night. Then Tuesday he dies.
1: Yeah, literally the next day. It's like it's as, he, if, it's as if he knew he was gone.
0: Yeah. I'm not jumping to conclusions, I don't know. But it's just It's just like he knew that he was going to
1: die. And that promo that he did on Raw the night before he died?
0: Ugh, that That was was weird.
2: Yeah,
0: Yeah, that was a good... uh, Was that in WCW? Chris Jericho versus Jason Thunder Liger?
1: Yeah, that match was awesome. I've seen that.
0: I've seen so many matches over the years, even if I have seen it.
1: Uh, uh, there was they wrestled in Japan also, and Je- uh, Chris Jericho was like the white version of Jushin Thunder Liger, meaning that he had he had exactly what Jushin Thunder ha- Liger had, the mask and all, except his, except Jericho, uh, his was all white. I remember that. That was years ago.
0: I would hate for this to be my theme song. Just coming up with. Oh, uh, yeah, he's not going to win.
1: <laughs> no, <laughs> no way.
0: <laughs> and I, I
1: do like how whenever the giant always came out or when the big show comes out, period. They usually they usually have the camera angled up. To where he looks much bigger than he really is. Yeah. <laughs> he picked up the Ring of Nuts. <laughs> uh, he looks like a child in his hands.
0: <laughs> David Penza.
1: He looks like a child when he picked them up. <laughs> Yeah, I remember he did steal the belt from Hogan. He just, He's not really the champion. I forgot all about that.
0: Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to do it. Like that's what uh, Adam Cole and uh, Red Dragon did in AEW.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> you wish it was real, buddy. But I, I, I think that will happen in reality. <laughs>
1: oh, damn, that was fast. Hi Cobra. <laughs> Bye, Cobra. <laughs> yeah, that
0: was it. Good TV time. Good Jimmy terrible- Hart. <laughs>
2: and
0: that was first match too.
2: Yeah. And that's why what- hey, there's. Like that. <laughs>
1: that. I look get while they have. All these different people around each other. (laughs) And Ric Flair just just talking shit.
0: (laughs) Look at Ric Flair. Uh, He's just shooting a promo. (laughs) Is that William William Ringle in the back? Oh, my God. That's hilarious. William Ringle
1: reading a book in the back. Is that a book he has? I could have swore that was a book I thought he had.
0: Mr. JL, Nasty Boys, Hacksaw, Sting... You can tell this was a recording of VHS. Yeah. <laughs> or <it> could happen on air because a You're swinging that thing around. I do not see how you could process this <laughs> with everything going wow. on. Right. <laughs> that was funny though.
1: So they had heels hanging out with heels and faces hanging out with faces. <laughs> mismatched and everything. They were just hanging out. <laughs> and then Ric Flair just sitting there shooting a promo. Doesn't know what's going on. He just took it. He's just shooting a promo.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got a commercial yep I mean, yeah I'm on I have like 20 something seconds left in mine
1: more commercials about things that I don't need <laughs> <laughs> or care about Yeah, that's it. World War Three.
0: Yeah, I like this one. Like, this was uh, the first three like war games. Owen Hazzik mm-hmm. and World War Three. Like World War Three is the best one out of three. Mm-hmm. Right, John B. Bad uh, had one of the best matches on that. It was John B. Bad and DDP, I think. And yeah, they put what, all- yeah,
1: it was a great but, match.
0: But I don't know. Uh, the Cohen habit was good. It just was uh, the main event scene could have been a little bit better. Who is this? Yeah. Hulk Hogan, of course. <laughs> I'm not surprised.
1: Who the hell is he chilling out with?
0: <laughs> Some drunk guy looks
1: yeah, they just found some dude hanging out.
0: we are going to go shoot over there, brother. I bet he probably works for WCW. Some backstage probably. guy. They just put him up there.
1: He looks like, he's ha- like he has a hangover.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, look at the More people in less... the
1: background just staring.
0: <laughs> More or less, looks like a truck
1: driver. Look at this guy in the New York Yankees hat. Just hat, just stare like he has a problem with what he's watching.
0: <laughs> like, who are you guys? What are you guys doing here again? <laughs> I got in the shades, really. Next to you... him, Right. you? Right. Know, Always <laughs> people are like, who are you people? Like, who right. Like, who are you? I feel like they don't know who Hulk Hogan is. Either one of them are. <laughs>
1: The cool hand Luke in the back with the long green hat and sunglasses. (laughs) (laughs) How much TV time does Hulk Hogan need?
0: (laughs) He gets pointer.
1: Oh my god!
0: <laughs> I wonder if back then these shows were one hour, or two hours, because I feel like they're only one hour.
1: Yeah, the originals were one hour.
0: I guess when they progressed through, went to two hours. It, I guess.
1: Yeah, and then uh, and then eventually they went to three hours, and they cut them back down to two.
0: Yeah, I heard some rumors over the weekend that uh. They were gonna be they were going to be moving dynamite to one hour but they quickly cut, I heard that too but they quickly said that that was not true like even i don't Warner, see it. like even water media came out and said that's not true
1: i don't see how making i don't see how' making the show one hour will make it better i mean
0: no the way dynamite. i see
1: it yeah i mean they're happy with what they're seeing on i mean they're happy the the, the people that that own the channel they're not complaining
0: yeah, like I mean they're happy uh,
1: with the viewers they're getting.
0: In The top fifty they are always in the top five. Like here, like here, recently been like number one, number two. Yeah, a rampage could be improved, but it's easy to fix. Rampage, it's real easy. Live every Friday night, a better, mm-hmm. better start time.
1: I just said it, make it two hours time. wouldn't hurt either.
0: Yeah, go. Yeah, I was say that. Yeah. Live every Friday night, two hours. Better start time. Hey, I, I would maybe go go mm-hmm. up against SmackDown. I know you're not gonna beat SmackDown, but it's better start. It's better slot time than seven, I mean than nine. Right. Or even if it was live.
1: I mean, cause a this is, cause a lot of fans they're not gonna feel like sitting. They're not gonna feel like watching SmackDown and then watching Rampage. For a lot of fans, I like to watch both. That's a, that's a lot of wrestling to watch.
0: Yeah, I mean you could still do at nine o'clock and be live, but I think not so, like seven o'clock. Yeah, seven or nine. We do eight to ten. to eight o'clock, so it'd be already a past an hour from SmackDown. Like now, we're already in the dare show.
1: Right. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah.
0: Because it's now seven to nine. So if Rand's eight to eight, already over it. in an hour. Like they've already had an hour of TV. Yeah. Then, some, then like, normally after the first hour, a lot of people tune out. Um. Not all, not everybody, but like hour by hour, a lot of people tune yeah. out during the second hour. I would run a, i'd probably run a rampage commercial during a during a smackdown time slot i i just bought some i don't know why AJ <laughs> doesn't do that like on all these channels well I, I know they used to when dynamite was first very first episode but like yeah all over the uh all over every TV channel put dynamite commercials or rampage commercials or something. It'd be funny if they did it on USA or Fox when all is going.
1: That'd be hilarious. <laughs> I would but, love to see that.
0: <laughs> but I honestly don't think that they even care. Like Triple H doesn't care.
1: I mean, really? I mean, the fans are the, the 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 you know hardcore fans aren't going 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 anywhere no matter what you do. You know, yeah. I mean, it's been proven they can you can turn the product crappy as hell. People are still gonna people are still gonna be into it.
0: See if WWE, when this was in charge, if they, if the Reigns would, the Rains, the Rains would have went skyrocket down, then they would have listened. Hmm. That match was dull.
1: It was <laughs> very so dull. Hard.
0: So far. And he won
1: the have, coup de grace from Breath rope.
0: He's going to wash his face paint off.
1: Oh, this is, this is messed up. I remember this. And not long after this, the Renegade had left the company i mean he wrestled for a while without the face paint and stuff but then once he left the company like nobody like dropped to the face of the earth and then not then like i hear like not too much longer after that he had killed himself oh wow plain old rick I mean, Jimmy Hart kind of did him pretty dirty right there. That was been that was messed up. Yeah. First one was a
0: squash match. Second
1: like match was a kind of boring match. Yeah. <laughs> Look at Rico, with that with that monocle in his in his eye, and Bobby with the TV. <laughs> oh my God. And the lights
0: went out. i do not. What kind of prediction <laughs> <morning. laughs> What did Bobby Heenan say? <laughs> I, the I told you on. he's cutting a promo.
1: He doesn't care what you, he doesn't care what you're hawking. He's gonna shoot his promo. He doesn't care what you promote.
0: <laughs> what did you know? they're supposed to be say, promoting. What did you know? <laughs> say when the lights went out.
1: Yeah, And they're supposed to be promoting the phone line, but Ric Flair is shooting a straight-up promo.
0: <laughs> well, this match should be, should be best of the night. Kristen Wall versus Eddie Guerrero.
1: Oh, this is going to be great. Yes. This will probably
0: be match of the night. Well, match now, of this episode. And commercial.
1: I totally forgot that this match was going to be in this episode. Yeah, this is going to be a good match because Eddie, Eddie, and Crispin Waff, oh, they've they've always had their brilliant chemistry in the ring ever since. Like, and they and they worked together in Japan, ECW, WCW, WWE. I mean, their career, they basically, it basically, you know, had their careers together. Like, they basically grew, like, if you want to say, like, kind of grew up in the business together as far as, like, from from training up to, like, where they ended up. I mean, they were they're pretty much together, like friends.
0: Yeah. You so see, see, I would say AJ you can do like a Saturday night thing. hmm Well, they well, I don't know how to do that. Well, they couldn't do any more of those like belt the belts things, but they couldn't do that anymore. If they did a Saturday show. And mm. full gear and four gear would have to be on a Sunday. Like all the pay-per-views would have to be Sundays. Yeah. yeah. No more bow the belts. Not. I think that'd be fine. But the Saturday show.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't complain about that at all.
0: Like a weekly thing. Yeah. But it probably only be one hour. That's the problem. So I'd give our women show that, like the all elite women, Ring of Honor should be at least two hours. Yeah,
1: I agree with that. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I think that would be the best thing to do for all elite women: a one-hour show on Saturday. Which I'm fine with no more are the belts because they're going to be doing a fourth one, but I think an every week thing will be better than four times a year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It. Like, we're in uh, August near the falls, and contract negotiations are fixing to begin very, very soon. So, I'm, like, I'm, I'm
1: actually, and I'm actually excited to see what's gonna happen. Really,
0: it's really, really crucial that AEW gets good ratings right now. So yeah. the return of MJF, Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, Big Show. He's got like a lot of these people are gonna have to really step up. Like that's why I feel like Kenny Omega's back because, uh. Even though he's not 100%, they need him more than ever right now.
1: Yeah, you can tell looking at him that he's not
0: 100%. Like right now, till they get a definite 100% renewal, they're going to put it all out there. Which they're getting good ratings on Dynamite, but 900,000 is not going to cut it. It's like a million every week. would. They would be good. I, I think when uh, MJF gets back, after all the controversy and people think it's a work, not a work, then they'll get to a million.
1: Well, I think it's a little of both. I think it's a little of a work, a little of a shoot.
0: It probably it probably was a work. Then it was a shoot. Then it was a work. Because, like, something had to happen for him to no-show, me and great. Like, something yeah. was, something happened.
1: I got to say, though, if, this, if, if, if it was all a work... Yeah. I mean, it's something that him and Tony planned out. It, it was, it's probably some of the best damn storytelling in a long time. If this is all the work.
0: Yeah. That, everyone's thinking it's real. Like, I don't know what the, I, I don't know if it's real or not real. It seemed real. It seems real. He just
1: I mean, he called, it, he, ta- he called him, he called TK a mark. I mean,
0: <laughs> yeah. He said a lot of things on there that,
1: But I mean, if if this is all the work, if it was all a big creation, you know, they you know, that 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 Tony Khan and 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 Maxwell both came up with this brilliant plan. I'll give it to them because that's some of some of the best working I've seen. And,
0: I think a CM Punk when they got injured, the plan was for uh, MJF to beat Punk it all out, probably. Because. Hmm. Uh, after MJF's problem with, they didn't show it on TV, but CM Punk came out. Hmm. But when CM Punk, got, right, injured, did. Was, when CM Punk got injured, they just let MJF out until I guess he comes back. Ooh. Mm-hmm. That was a good. Ouch. That was a good dive by Eddie Guerrero.
1: They're tearing the house down, though. crowds behind it all. The the fans start steady trying to touch them. Don't touch them while they're working. That that's my pet peeve whenever whenever wrestlers are in the crowds or out or like in the aisle and like their fans just trying to break their necks to touch them. That gets on nerves.
0: Who was it? I was watching not too long ago and the wrestler who came out like repeatedly said don't touch me. Don't touch me. I forget who it was.
1: Oh, damn. That was a nice superplex. They've always brought the best out of each other, no matter what. In every match they've ever been in together, they bring the best out of each other.
0: Yeah. Of all their matches, from every promotion, they've always brought the best out of each other.
3: Yeah.
1: Oh, look at that snap parabomb! Nobody does that anymore. Nobody does that anymore. He's one of very few people that can actually pull off a snap parabomb. Nobody else is doing that. I've never I haven't seen anybody else try it. I mean, say what you want about Crispin Watt, but the man was great in the ring.
0: Yeah. See a lot of people in general like, as they would say. Like what do you I mean I don't know like no one knows what actually happened because no one was there. We'll probably never know exactly what happened. But for what they think he did, they're always gonna hold that against him. Yeah. But he still is one of the best of all time in the ring.
1: I agree. I mean, you watch matches like this; you can't tell me that Dude wasn't one of the best that's ever been there. He
0: would run circles. Guy- he would run circles. Guy- he would run circles around guys like Dante Martin or yeah, because like he's doing all these high flying moves and stuff. But like take that away, and then what can you do? I mean,
1: exactly. Chris Wall I- pretty much had the blueprint on
0: that. I think Cam is going to have to do that. He's used to doing a lot of offline stuff. He's going to have to do a lot of... Well, I wouldn't say Cam Omega does a lot of offline. But like a lot of uh, the high-risk moves he used to take, he'll have to, he'll have to yeah. rework his uh, moves a little bit until he's back to 100% or somewhat. Better yeah, shape. I don't
1: think so. Which, that's what oh, Jeff I'm Hardy the, the, This cat out. All right. One second, let me let let this cut out the room.
0: <laughs> so I'm guessing this voting thing they're doing. Whoever wins, whoever wins this thing, people are voting on. It, then they'll. So the main event will be that they're pushing so hard with this hotline. I tried calling one. Just I, tried, I tried calling one the a uh, few days ago in this hotline. He oh really? Yeah, he just said this number is no longer in service.
1: <laughs> I would have thought it would have been turned into like a phone sex operation or something.
0: Well <laughs> like each number was different and I called another one. Then it was some kind of a new business, it was some other business now. And then I said is this the hmm. WCW hotline?
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah that number is forever burned into my brain.
0: <laughs> Who won? Did uh, girl win? It looks like it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess he got a <laughs>
1: Kevin Sullivan's brother with holding the rabbit.
0: That's Kevin Sullivan's brother with the rabbit.
1: Yeah, his older brother, I think. He oh, could be younger, I forget, but another brothers. And now Sting's shooting a promo when they're promoting a phone line. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: He hates (laughs) you. I hate you. (laughs) You just tell him he was gonna leave him for dead. I'm gonna leave you for (laughs) dead. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) He's not playing it. There's a hotline like trying to hype that up and they're cutting promos like crazy. And they're getting good too.
1: They were really good. Ric Flair's was the best. (laughs)
0: You just win on there. And just
1: shut a promo.
0: He said, "I hate
1: you." He <laughs> straight up said, "I hate you," and I'm gonna leave you for dead. <laughs> 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 that damn thing tells how you really feel.
0: <laughs> uh, poor evening. uh, when is Aiden's show coming? Uh very, very, very soon. He's already like, got uh, all the uh, stuff planned out. Just likes like one more episode thing planned out and then uh we'll be filming them. We, they, they won't be a live stream they'll be uh pre-recorded uh but then they'll be on I expect uh awesome. sometime this fall probably in, probably next month maybe maybe in October
1: Book sounds in awesome week. to me yeah
0: uh there'll be one well I guess uh, a different guest like what like someone from the Ali's on like either me, Miss Jacobs or like someone eat, someone will be on each one a different topic.
1: Yeah. That's great. Can't yeah. wait, man. That's going to be fun. Slum
0: jam. Some of those jams were spicy. <laughs> Video stores everywhere. Did you ever go to a jack-in-the-box?
1: Have you ever been to one?
0: Yeah, at a restaurant.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I didn't even know it was a thing. I was just... Uh, Mark Hamill, who plays uh, you know, in the Star Wars, he think, this little video thing that he did uh, doing the drive-thru thing. Apparently he worked oh, there. Oh, yeah. Apparently he worked there when he was a teenager and when he was doing the... Drive-through thing. He would use instead of using his regular voice, he used a he would use a clown voice, and they didn't like that. <laughs> but they brought him back years later to come back and do it once he's all famous. Now,
1: <laughs> I think I have. Seen, I don't know if I've seen the video, but I know I've seen pictures of him in the drive-through.
0: And then I looked at like a lot of the old Jack and in, Jack-in-the-Box commercials, and how did those commercials make it on TV?
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. What you, yeah, I know what you mean.
0: Because the dude broke into his house and then made him try his burger, and then they <laughs> on commercial they bash McDonald's and Burger King.
1: Yeah, they've yes, they would do that all the time back in the day.
0: Like they were and nowadays. I
1: mean, nowadays you never really see that.
0: Yeah, and you don't even see any Jack in the boxes around anywhere.
1: Um, I think Jack in the Box is one of those first. They're the first ones to be like, "Well, McDonald's makes their food like this, but we make ours like this."
0: <laughs> yeah, like they say, uh, Burger King just reheats their meat and just reheats everything in the microwave. Yeah, <laughs> I don't even know if that stuff's true. If, if that's still true to this day, I you was know, like,
1: I mean. I think Burger King they they changed up a lot of their cooking their cooking methods. Yeah. <laughs> is that a girl that just who is that girl? <laughs> Where's she come from? Oh, she must work at Hooters. She has the Hooters shorts on. Mm-hmm.
0: She's probably at least in her 80s, 70s, 80s now.
1: <laughs> well, Sting is on fire. He went right after him, too.
0: Now, this was the thumbnail for this video Sting and Rich Flair. Yep. So hopefully this. Uh, man,
1: they're robbery, man.
0: <laughs> hopefully this pans out because I remember I did Wardlow and uh, what was it? No, it was CM Punk and Sean Spears, and I thought that match was gonna be a really good match, and then CM Punk just does his finisher, and that's it. I remember that. Did the whole thumbnail for nothing. I remember that. <laughs> I jolted him. I was like, he just his finisher, and that was it.
1: Oh, I hope to see. I hope to see them give Sean Spears some kind of push soon because he's so underrated, yeah. man.
0: He might come back when MJF comes back, but he yeah, can't it can't make sense if he would. Forever. I think he was doing good even before he had MJF. With the mm. chairman, he had the Green yeah. Eye contact. He so Toy Blanchard. But he just never would really give him a. TV time or anything to really progress his character,
1: right? Because I like because the chairman gimmick I love. I think that's great. They should run with that.
0: They should like run with since, that. Ever since he broke that th- broke that chair over Cody's head, he's, he's used it ever since.
1: WCW declares war. Their promos for their pay-per-views, man, were so over the top. But you wanted to see them when you were a kid. You're like, I want to see it. Sunday. (laughs) Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. (laughs) But you got to admit, you know, when I was younger as a kid watching, I mean, you watched those... Pay per view promos. The first thing you want to do is go to run to your mom or dad and say, I want to watch it. <laughs> I know I did that. I
0: <laughs> the only pay per view is like, well, I wasn't even alive for any WCW. Like when I was born, they were going out of business in 2001. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember my grandmother and us watching a lot of the TNA ones, uh, hmm. pay-per-views. I know we watched one with uh, when AJ Styles won the world title. Oh, yeah, okay. Then the next one after that one. But I barely ever got to watch pay-per-views until now. I got my own money, my own stuff. All right. It was, it was every once in a while thing. Before Special I'd occasion. Wait. Yeah, like WrestleMania or... Yeah. I only got to watch... Well, most of the time i see the results on Raw or SmackDown then get the DVD when it comes out.
1: Hmm. I mean, because growing up, I mean, really, the only the only pay-per-views that were really worth anything was, like, the Royal Rumble and uh, WrestleMania, of course. Survivor Series was huge back then.
0: Yeah. The last good Survivor Series was 2016. Uh, Raw versus SmackDown.
1: Yeah. Flair put the figure for him on pretty early.
0: <laughs> he got the ropes. Uh what time spot are you time spot are you at?
1: Uh let me see. Hold on to grab my controller. I now I'm at thirty-two fifty-four. Alright, we're and Rick Flair has Sting in the in the figure four. Give <laughs> Bobby the brain. <laughs> oh my god. Bobby has me laughing on commentary.
0: I love saying like he didn't It's vintage
1: sting right here.
0: Like in these big moments he Like he's good during big moments of like how do I put it like yeah. Just, It's like reactions,
1: like fans lose their minds, man, when it comes to Sting. I mean the Sting and Flair rivalry goes back so many years, so many decades.
2: Yeah.
1: Like way before WCW, they were they had a rivalry. And they so kind of, of brought the rivalry to WCW.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the surfers. I feel like Bash the Beach was made for surfer Sting, in a way. Yeah. It's
1: more Maybe of his.
0: It's, probably-
1: it's more of his environment. Them. They are really pacing this this match.
0: I got a chair no he's running with that
1: no I guess there's no 10 count or no dq what well, I mean because the riff isn't counting at all he's out there with them
0: <laughs> he pushed ref free and he pushed him back and then <laughs> <laughs> you see Rick flair when he pushed him back <laughs> he's like how dare you touch me I'm Rick flair. <laughs>
1: Uh-oh, special announcement after the broadcast after the match, I guess. <laughs> Riggs pulled out all the tricks tonight,
0: isn't he? <laughs> oh, <need>
1: Probably the brain. Oh my gosh. Uh oh. Oh, we got a good bridge there.
0: There is and Corn Anderson. They haven't been seen in this episode. I think that will be. They're going up night. to
1: the top. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they'll come out. <laughs> and Flair goes up there. It never works out for him. Why does he go back every time? It <laughs> never works out for him.
0: Every single yeah.
1: time he goes up to that rope, to the top oh, rope, he, he gets went. thrown down. It's like, why go up there if they're gonna throw you down? I
0: thought he was gonna powerbomb the referee.
1: <laughs> he just carried the referee's handle in this match, man. They are manhandling that ref in this match.
0: Same referee every week. He's the one that gets a lot of the heat.
1: He, of course, I didn't see Ric Flair hit him with that foreign object. <laughs> and the stinger kicks out still. And that crowd is hot for this match, though, man. They are on yeah. the end of their seats watching this match. Sting starting his nose selling. I love when Sting does that when he has when he starts nose selling. Yeah. The... Don't
0: talk. Superworks. Back on top. <laughs> that was good, Suplex.
1: Oh, yes, it was. Wow. We got a lot of air on that one, though.
0: Wow. Sting wins. By that us. didn't take long
1: at all. That didn't take long at all, man. <laughs> it's- He's not he was him. in the he was in
0: the he was in there
1: for like two seconds.
0: <laughs> he's not letting go either. Oh he's not letting go. Nope. He said he wanted to leave him for dead so
1: Oh he's reeling back on it. <laughs> he's gonna have it there until he passes out. That reminds me of when Bret Hart did that to uh, Stone Cold. And the only person that can get him off was, uh, I think it was Owen Hart. Owen Hart came out and said something to him. And he just and the, and the thing is, there were referees, everybody out there, trying to get Bret Hart off of Stone Cold from the, to, from the sharpshooter. But but then, you know, Owen Hart walks out. He whispers, and Bret Hart's here. And then Bret Hart just lets go, and they walk away. I don't
0: there. know what I'm... the hell, Bret.
1: Don't know what the. Oh, go ahead
0: they at all these wrestlers out there. and He was talking to Sting, not doing anything.
1: Right. <laughs> it was just like this, how how Brett had Stone Cold and there were referees and officials, and then Owen Hart walks out and just says something. I'm not sure what they only he said to him, but Brett Hart just drops him in and just walks away. Oh, Hacksaw pulled him off.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: You was know, big enough to do it.
0: I think that was probably the last match because it's only nine minutes left. So it's probably like Metal Hulk Hogan comes out for a segment or something. Oh, Sting isn't done.
1: <laughs> he isn't oh, done. Sting has lost it, dude. He has lost it.
0: <laughs> oh, comes He's Luger. like, screw
1: this. I'm going back. like, Lex oh, here we go. And then Luger walks out like what? <laughs> Are they going to do the same spot that Owen and, and Brett did?
0: He was talking to him. I'm trying to break it off. Or...
1: You see, he listens to Luger. He listens to Luger. <laughs> uh, it's is exactly what reasons. Brett... And- that's exactly what Brett and Owen did. Right there. Next, Luger came out and said one first? thing to him. <laughs> Look at Hacksaw. It's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> but yeah, next, Luger went in there and said one thing to Sting. And Sting just walked out. That's exactly how Brett and Owen were. You see the look on Luger's face? That little smirk? Nah.
0: Getting on a commercial now.
1: See, that's what I'm saying. Luger knew how to play both sides because the whole time he was Sting's friend, but he was a heel. But Sting didn't want to see the bad in him. That was the whole point of the whole Sting and Luger story is that Sting didn't want to see any bad in Luger.
0: Yeah. Uh, since the This show's about to be over. Between the both of them, I think the first episode 9 was better than 10. Yeah, uh, definitely. But episode 10, but episode 10 picked up with Benoit and Eddie Guerrero and Colerain's Sting. Yeah. Episode 9 had I a mean, lot. I mean, I think. But uh, episode 9 had better opening matches with uh, Pittman versus. Who did he go against? Uh, Eddie Guerrero. Eddie Guerrero, yeah. Let's um, get the
1: others. The match match uh, overall has been Chris Benoit and Eddie Guerrero. That's been like the best one.
0: Yeah, yeah, out of both of them, that's been the best one. But each, but all these episodes are that they're continuing building a story. Yeah, it seems like every storyline is based on one storyline. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) That's what it seems like. I guess like Hogan and Paul White and then besides that one Flair, Sting and Luger. Yeah. And the
1: WCW.
0: Charity work. Attorney. Of hey, power, I can't deny
1: I can't deny. I I know that the giant isn't the champion, but the belt looks pretty awesome on him
0: though. Yeah. It's like a good fit for him.
1: Yeah.
0: If I back then he could do a lot of Not really half line stuff. Like when we debuted at War Games, we got in the cage. He just jumped right through the cage, and
1: yeah, I've seen him do drop kicks, elbow drops off the top. I mean, dude, it's amazing what the stuff he he was able to pull off.
0: He's not the champ.
1: Oh, looks like they found a way to screw Hogan. <laughs> the
0: legal department. <laughs> yeah, legal wow. department. All this.
1: Really. <laughs> That's oh, jeez. Like Here we go. we got a legal department in the ring right now. <laughs> it's probably just somebody who hang- hangs out in the back. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> I swear, Jimmy Hart is so over the top. Like Ray Romano's brother. (laughs) Look at Jimmy. He had to pull the shades up to read it. (laughs) (laughs) They're all reading it now. Look at the giant reading. (laughs) I love it. It's hilarious.
0: So Hulk Hogan got stripped of it, basically. Mm -hmm. Even though he didn't lose. Right. Well. (laughs) Look
1: at Kevin Sullivan just being so over the top.
2: (laughs) Oh, (laughs) jeez.
1: But I will say that Jimmy Hart used to have some of the coolest airbrushed jackets and stuff, his outfits. I mean, that was some of the coolest art.
0: Jenokulin. So he's saying, he's saying, let's get this title off of him. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Me, Gene, is getting tired of this. Yeah, he's like, "What? What do you want?" <laughs> <laughs> this guy just smirking at him. He's like, dude, I don't care. I'm just here to deliver a message.
0: Nah. <laughs> He's like, I really don't care. Yes, deliver a message. <laughs> so
1: they setting up for World War Three.
0: Yep, sixty men battle royal. My like third battle royal is like, not one by one. It's all sixty men in there at, in there at one time. Three oh. up
1: there, right? I think of Bobby seems just so frustrated right now. <laughs> His frustration yeah. makes me laugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh shut up <laughs> Oh Bobby. Oh yeah, I missed that. Sorry. <laughs> Oh shut up. It's gonna be a good show next week.
2: Oh shut up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was that was a good back and forth between Mongo and the brain right there. (laughs) Oh well we have come to the end of the last episode. That was awesome.
0: Yeah, that was a Great ending, especially with Bobby Heenan. Oh, shut up.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. He was a national treasure, man. I missed that dude. Well,
0: yeah. uh, That was pretty much it for our WCW Nitro Live Reaction, episode 9 and 10. Next week will be episodes 11 and 12 Nitro. Uh, But we will be back Wednesday for Dynamite. Uh, Possibly I have the review Thursday and Rampage Friday. Um, Definitely make sure to check out the all-eats on social media accounts. The link description below Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, and Spotify. Uh, Some more audio is up on Spotify. Um, But uh, at least four or five more on yesterday. So, yeah, we'll see you guys Wednesday for Dynamite.
1: Thanks for tuning in, everyone. Peace.